Pastor Chooks Obina Oye. Pastor Chooks is the lead pastor of Resurrection Life Church in Johannesburg. He is a passionate teacher and preacher of the Word of God and has been blessed by God with the uncanny ability and gift to explain and unpack deep and complex spiritual truths in very easy to understand and apply formats. Pastor Chooks has been involved and active in marketplace ministries. He's an entrepreneur and business consultant with an avid passion for raising other entrepreneurs and business leaders. He has taught and facilitated many leadership and entrepreneurship courses and seminars. He is the host of broadcast programs on Facebook, YouTube, and several podcast channels. Living the life with Pastor Chooks, the amazing power of woman. Thank God it's Friday. Good evening. Welcome. Um, tonight we are doing episode 244 of our Bible study, Understanding the Goodness of God. And specifically for tonight, we are dealing with um, the topic is the goodness of God manifest first as mercy. And tonight will be part two. Uh, I am Dr. Chuk, so go ahead. Let's begin. I, I began to share with us about the mercy of God uh, being the first expression of the goodness of God that man experienced after he fell in the garden. God showed him mercy. God came, he became naked, and, um, um, and he went and sold fig leaves and covered himself with fig leaves. God came and brought an animal skin and covered them. That was mercy. And uh, we, we established yesterday that that is a very important principle, that the first expression of the goodness of God to man after he fell was mercy. And because that was the first way God showed his goodness. It, it's an important thing that that platform is now, you know, it's like mercy is now the platform. It's now the platform that man stands on to receive anything from God, mercy. The Bible says in, in Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16, when we, we should come boldly into his presence and what? To the throne of grace to obtain mercy. Can you see? The first thing we obtain is mercy. So mercy becomes the primary thing, the first thing we, we obtain, mercy, mercy. And there's something about a believer or believers understanding the place of mercy and learning to draw mercy from God and learning to operate with mercy. Because, you know, you, know, you can't give what you don't have. You can only show mercy if you have received mercy. So if you don't know how to receive mercy, please hear this. If you don't know how to receive mercy, you will not be able to give mercy. If you don't know how to receive mercy, you will not be able to give mercy. It's important that we understand this principle. Meaning that God wants every one of his children to learn to receive mercy so that we can give mercy. The Bible says in Luke chapter 6 verse 36. Luke chapter 6 verse 36. It says, Luke 6, 36. It says, therefore be merciful, just as your father also is merciful. Can you see that? Be merciful like God is merciful. Be merciful like God is merciful. But how are you going to be merciful like God is merciful? You have to receive mercy. So it seems to me that 
You know, every believer has to learn how to receive mercy so that they can give mercy. A person who does not know how to receive mercy from God can't give mercy. And if you can't give mercy, <laughs> you can't receive more mercy. So mercy is the platform. We established that yesterday. Mercy is the platform that we stand on to relate with God. Mercy. Because that's the first expression of his goodness. And we continue to stand on that platform, on that premise to relate with God. So learning to become merciful is key. Learning to become merciful. Jesus uh, uh, taught a, 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 a parable in Matthew 18 to explain this. Matthew 18 verse 21. I'm going to read it all the way to, to 34. Matthew 18, 21 to 34. Then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Up to seven times? That's Peter asking some very interesting question. Up to seven times? And um, Jesus answered him, <laughs> No, 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 no. Don't clap for yourself because you forgive your brother seven times. No, no, don't clap for yourself. Jesus says, I do not say up to you seven times, but up to 70 times seven. That's 490 times. <laughs> Jesus went, pushed it, upgraded it from seven times to 490 times. Wow. <laughs> Peter must have been thinking that if I forgive somebody seven times, I've, I've really done very well. Jesus says, I ah, know you haven't started. It's not seven times. It's 490 times you need to forgive. So Jesus went on to teach this parable. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a certain king. I want you to notice, it says the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven. So this is the principle of the kingdom. It's like a certain king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. And when he had begun to settle accounts... One was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. 10,000 talents. And these are talents of gold, all right? But as he was not able to pay, his master commanded that he be sold with his wife and children and all that he had, and that payment be made. The servant therefore fell down before him, saying, Master, have patience with me, I will pay you all. Then the master of that servant was moved with compassion released him and forgave him the debt. So he showed him mercy. He showed him mercy. Alright? When he showed him mercy, he released him. So he gave him 10,000 talents of gold back, as it were. But that servant went out and found one of his own fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii. <laughs> this one was 10,000 talents of gold. This was just a hundred denarii. And he laid hands on him and took him by the throat, saying, pay me what you owe me. So his fellow servant fell down at his feet and begged him, saying, have patience with me, I will pay you all. And he would not, but went and threw him into prison till he should pay the debt. So when his fellow servants saw what had been done, they were very grieved. And they came and told their master all that had been done. Then his master, after he had called him, said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you all the debt because you begged me. Should you not also have had compassion on your fellow servant, just as I had pity on you? And his master was very angry and delivered him to the torturers until he should pay all that was due to him. 
All right, so he restored back the debt. So he was saying to him, I expected you, as you have received mercy, to also give mercy. But he received, listen, this is the revelation. He received the mercy and kept it and didn't give it to someone else. He received the mercy and kept it and he didn't give it to someone else. This is the problem. So, so and, and when they found out that he was not given out mercy as he had received mercy, they, 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 the master was very angry. He was very angry. Jesus was teaching a kingdom principle. The principle here, he said the kingdom of heaven is like this. So the principle here is, we all are expected to be vessels of mercy. We all are supposed to be vessels of mercy. And, and, and I'm going somewhere with this. It's very deep. We all are supposed to be channels of mercy. As we have received mercy, we give mercy. As we have received mercy, we give mercy. So we're supposed to be like pipes that, that receive mercy from God and then pour mercy into the world. So, so, so this guy was supposed to have extended mercy to his fellow servant just like he had received much more mercy from God. So, so from the master. So he was supposed to give a little bit of the mercy. He was owing 10,000 talents of gold. They were owing him only 100 denarii, which was not even equal to one talent of gold. Yeah, 100 denarii is not even equal to one talent of gold. So, so, so it, was, it was almost like he was owing 99.999 and they were owing him 0 0.001 and he couldn't extend the mercy that he had received. And for that, he was punished. And for that, he was punished. So the, the, the Bible says that he was thrown into jail and the torturers began to torture him. They began to torture him for the money that he owed. So, so the debt was restored and the burden was restored and he was being tortured. Please pay attention. He was being tortured and he said this is the way the kingdom is. So this is, this is a kingdom principle that Jesus is teaching here. Meaning that if that guy had received mercy and then extended mercy to someone else, he will not be subjected to uh, 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 the, the effect of torturers. In other words, he would have been exempted from what he was due. He was, he was, he was, he, he merited to be tortured because he was owing money. So he merited to be tortured and he was exempted from it. So now he was, he was brought into another life because he was now free. They gave him 10,000 uh, talents of, of, of gold. He was now free. And he would have continued to be a free man if he had extended mercy to someone else. Someone else who owed him far, 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 far less. So there's a kingdom principle there. And, and when he violated that principle by not extending mercy, he was subjected to torturers. What are we learning here? There is a kingdom this kingdom that we live in is a kingdom of mercy. The, 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 the Bible says in Romans chapter 8, let's go there. 
there's something profound that the Spirit of God wants to show us tonight. Let's go there. Matthew, uh, Romans chapter 8. He says, for the law, I'm reading at verse 2. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus had made me free from the law of sin and death. So there are two laws. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus and the law of sin and death. The law of sin and death is the law of judgment. Is the law of judgment. Is the law of do good, get good. Do bad, get beat. Is the law of sowing and reaping. However, there is another law, a higher law, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. So, so we are supposed to be freed from the lower law. The law of sin and death operates, please hear this, operates in this universe, operates in this world, in the natural dimension. But there is another dimension that we are supposed to be plugged in. That is the dimension of the kingdom. Is the dimension of the kingdom that the, where the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus operates. We are supposed to be delivered from the lower dimension where the law of sin and death works to the higher dimension where the spirit of life in Christ Jesus works. In that higher dimension, the mercy of God operates there. That, that, that's the dimension that the mercy of God operates. So when the Bible says, be merciful, even as your father is merciful. The father is operating in the dimension of the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. That's the dimension of mercy. We are supposed to be plugged into mercy. When we plug into mercy, we are freed from the lower level. Where you do good, you get good. You do bad, you get beat. That dimension is not, it, it's, it's not, merci it's not merciful, it's harsh. It's cruel. So what had happened to this servant was that the master has lifted him from that lower dimension and brought him to the higher dimension by extending mercy to him. And all he needed to do was to receive that mercy and then extend that mercy to someone else so that both himself and the new the servant who was fellow servant who was owing him will be brought into the dimension of mercy. And everybody will be operating in mercy because the master operated in mercy and extended mercy. The servant received mercy. He was supposed to extend mercy to his fellow servant who is supposed to receive that mercy and extend the mercy. So you receive mercy, you extend the mercy. Why? Because hear this, God wants to turn this planet into a planet of mercy. God wants to turn this planet into a planet of mercy. Bible says, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Heaven is a place of mercy. God wants the earth to be a place of mercy. So when we are, when we are recipients of the mercy of God, we are supposed to release mercy to other people. We are supposed to release mercy to people who, who are us. People, you know, because this dimension is very cruel. Now guess what? Satan is very legalistic. Satan is very legalistic. He dwells in that dimension where he, he, you know, he, he afflicts people based on their wrongdoing. Yes, that's, Satan is legalistic. So, so if you sin, he will hit you with the consequence of your sin. He will hit you with stuff. And, and, and that, that dimension where you do good, you get good. 
A lot of believers still want to be there. It's what the law is. The law is in that dimension. Do good, get good. Do bad, get beat. But we are delivered from it into a higher dimension, the dimension of mercy. We belong to the dimension of mercy. So, so when God expressed his goodness the first time to man, it was mercy he showed him. And what it is, is that he wanted man to be plugged back into the, the mercy dimension and operate there permanently. And operate there permanently. So, so you receive mercy, you give mercy. You receive mercy, you give mercy. So that we can fill this earth with mercy. Let me tell you something. Satan does not know how to operate in an environment of mercy. He is very legalistic. So, if we fill our environment with mercy, Satan cannot operate. Ah, yeah, yeah. If we fill our marriages and our homes with mercy, Satan cannot operate there. But, but if we are so legalistic and so judgmental, we create an environment for Satan to operate. So, so let, me, let me use another illustration to, to bring this truth. Germs cannot operate in vacuum. Or in a sterile in a sterile environment, jams cannot operate. Jams need filth to operate. So if you sterilize the whole house, there can't be jams. They can't operate. So 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 they need a certain environment to operate. Satan needs the environment of law <laughs> to operate. He needs that dimension of the law of sin and death to operate. So when you give it to him in your marriage, he will operate there. Do good, get good. Do bad, get beat. So, so when we operate with one another in that dimension, as you do to me, I do back to you. As you do to me, I do back to you. We empower the devil. We empower demons. We empower... But So, so what Jesus was teaching Peter by saying forgive 490 times, means when you create an environment of forgiveness, Satan is disempowered. Let me say it, let me say it in another way. This is, this is really profound. If we can get it, let me say it in another way. Everything that Satan gives or does, whether it's bringing people to sin, bringing poverty, bringing sickness, need that environment of of law of the law of sin of sin and death to for it to thrive, but when we when we um, elevate ascend to a higher dimension where mercy operates, he can't operate. Do you know that in a marriage where there is mercy, everybody is merciful. Every nobody is counting you know counting things for the other person. It's mercy, 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 mercy. Remember, the Bible says that love keeps no record of wrongs because love is merciful. So, so in an environment where there is mercy, Satan cannot operate. In a, in a work environment where there is mercy, Satan cannot operate. But, but if you don't understand that, and you are always harsh, you are always critical when people offend you and you want to go back at them, you are not operating by mercy. What do you do? You open yourself up to, for torturers. You open yourself up for every other thing that Satan brings. So lack is in the dimension of the law of sin and death. Sickness is in the dimension of the law of sin and death where there's no mercy. 
But in the, in the dimension where there is mercy, the abundance of God flows. The power of God flows. Healing flows. Supernatural favor flows. Everything God flows in the dimension of mercy. That is why God placed man's relationship with him after the fall on the platform of mercy. And as long as man stands on the platform of mercy, man will enjoy everything God has because God is the ever-merciful God. He is ever-merciful. So ask yourself, are you merciful? Are you merciful? So you can't be talking about the goodness of God if you don't understand this thing of mercy. The Bible says, where we read in Luke chapter 6, it says, it says, be merciful as your heavenly father is merciful. So, so we are all supposed to be mercy inclined. Declare it after me. I am a vessel of mercy. I am a vessel of mercy. As I receive mercy, I pump mercy out. I receive mercy, I pump mercy out. I don't have to wait for people to, to apologize for me to forgive them. I extend mercy to them and I forgive them even before they apologize. I can't keep on holding wrong. If I am holding... Uh, things people did against them. I am keeping myself in the lower dimension. Abundance is not in that lower dimension. Healing is not in that lower dimension. Joy is not in that lower dimension. That's what this servant did. He put himself in the lower dimension. Guess what? Torturers were released to him. He was now being tortured. He was now being tortured because they elevated him and put him in the dimension of mercy. And instead of him staying there, instead of him staying there, and, and extending mercy to other people, he refused to extend mercy to someone else who had done something wrong. You know, isn't it, isn't it interesting how people can be so legalistic to judge people harshly for the same things that they are guilty of a million times. When someone else does it, they judge them harshly. They judge them harshly. And, and yet, they don't have mercy. This is what it is. Satan wants them to stay there so he can torture them. We need, to, we need to learn to operate by mercy. Forgive people. Forgive people. Forgive people. Before they even know they need the forgiveness, forgive them. Because that's how the Father is. He forgives people. He forgives us. He is rich in mercy. God wants the church to be rich in mercy. God wants the church to be rich in mercy. The church of Jesus Christ... I have not gotten this revelation. We are so judgmental. They said the church is the only army that, that hurts the wounded, that kill its wounded. If someone has made a mistake, we kill him. We instead of extending mercy, we judge him harshly. Instead of extending mercy. You know, I, I know this as a pastor. A pastor, as a pastor, you keep forgiving people, you keep, but make mistake once. Make mistake once. They come out with guns blazing. And no mercy is extended to you. And yet, the same people, you have been forgiving them, showing them mercy for the last several years. Just make one mistake, they kill you. Let me tell you the problem with that. They are operating at a lower level. When you remove yourself where God puts you to experience mercy, and you come down to the level of not experiencing mercy, you bring yourself back so that torture us. Torture us. Lack will torture you. Sickness will torture you. <laughs> Disease will torture you. Different things will torture you. That dimension. So, so, so God, God is teaching us something today. 
we must operate only on mercy. Now, the Bible says in, in, in James chapter 2, verse 13, let's look at that scripture. James chapter 2, verse 13. James chapter 2, verse 13. The Bible says, it says, For judgment is without mercy to the one who has shown no mercy. So the one who has shown no mercy, they get judgment without mercy. But to the one who shows mercy means they get mercy. The Bible says mercy prevails over judgment. Mercy triumphs over judgment. Mercy is more powerful than judgment. It's easy to judge someone than to forgive them, than to extend mercy to them, than to give them benefit of doubt. I, I, I'm hearing the Spirit of God say he wants us to become people of mercy. He wants us to become people of mercy. People who forgive others. People who extend mercy. Extend mercy all the time. Extend mercy all the time. Because the dimension of the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus is the dimension of mercy. So, so God wants us to fill the earth with mercy. If the earth is filled with mercy, listen, listen. If the earth is filled with mercy, Satan cannot operate. Satan needs legalism, legalistic environment for him to operate. This is why they, they, we teach it in marriage counseling. The most important principle in marriage is forgiveness. Forgive somebody. Hold no grudges. Just keep forgiving, keep forgiving, keep forgiving. Why? If you keep forgiving, you make the environment inconducive for the enemy to operate. Satan cannot operate in an environment where there is constant forgiveness. Satan can't. He will try to, you know, ha, you know, hold something against somebody. He will come up with a grudge. But because forgiveness happens, he can't operate. Let me tell you something. There cannot be divorce if there is constant forgiveness. Let me even say it. There cannot be fight if there's constant forgiveness. There is fight because people are not forgiven. Because if they did something to you and you forgave, even before they realize they did something, in other words... <laughs> there's no reason for any animosity or hostility because you already forgave. You already forgave. So the, the, the atmosphere remains serene. Atmosphere remains beautiful because there's forgiveness. Can we learn to forgive one another? Can we learn to show mercy to one another? Scripture says, be merciful even as your heavenly father is merciful. So as we're learning about the goodness of God, it's all about becoming merciful people. Becoming people of mercy. Oh, I am a vessel of mercy. Becoming a vessel of mercy. Becoming a vessel of mercy. A pipeline, a, a channel through which mercy flows. Mercy flows. Mercy flows. I keep showing mercy. I keep showing people mercy. And because I keep showing people mercy, I receive mercy. Bible says, verse Matthew chapter 5, verse 7. Matthew chapter 5, verse 7. Matthew 5, verse 7. I think I'm going to, it will be my last scripture for today. Matthew 5, verse 7. Look at what the Bible says. Matthew 5, verse 7. It says, blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. So if you show mercy, you will obtain mercy. And for you to show mercy, you need to have received mercy from the Lord. You need to have received mercy from the Lord. All of us, the first expression of God's goodness to you is that he showed you mercy. Receive that mercy. 
Receive the forgiveness that the God, God had forgiven you. Receive the mercy he had extended to you. Yes, if you, if you receive that mercy, you will be able to extend mercy to other people. You'll be able to forgive people of their lapses, of their, of their failures, of their uh, uh, um, 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 uh, not measuring up. You'll be able to, you'll be lenient. You'll be, you'll be accommodating because you're merciful. But if you have not received mercy, you will struggle to give mercy. And if you don't give mercy, you won't obtain more mercy. So the more mercy I give, the more mercy I can receive. The more mercy I receive, the more mercy I can give. God wants me and you to become so powerful in showing mercy that we are nothing but channels of mercy. We are nothing but channels of mercy. I'm saying to you tonight, become a channel of mercy and the blessings of God will overflow in your life. I am done. My timer says I should stop. I, I, I hope you got the revelation. I hope, listen to it again. Just listen to it and ask the Spirit of God to help you get it. I receive mercy and I give mercy. And because of me, the planet is being reformed into a planet of mercy. Because of me, the world is being transformed into a place of mercy. Our, our justice system is based on do good, get good. Do bad, get beat. But God wants us to transcend to a higher level and create an atmosphere of mercy and create an atmosphere of forgiveness. And that's a different dimension altogether. It's the dimension of God. God is rich in mercy. So his presence is rich in mercy. His environment is rich in mercy. May your house be rich in mercy. May your office be rich in mercy. May all your relationships be rich in mercy. Everywhere you are and you're operating with people, just be a vessel of mercy. Be rich in mercy. I leave you there for tonight. We'll continue tomorrow. God bless you. Bye-bye. There comes a time in your life when you need a change, an upgrade. You need upliftment. You need lasting results. You just want your life to be real. You need your life to be meaningful, deep, full, purposeful, and easy. You're looking for enlargement, amplification, increase, strengthening. You're looking for growth in your life. You want leverage, strategic advantage, gain and favor, ability to influence, clout and strength. Join us at Resurrection Life Church every Sunday. Visit our website .reslife.org.za for more information. Make this year your year of being real. Embrace rapid enlargement and leverage. It is your time.